0: Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about the music they've been listening to this week, as well as a sprinkling of news items. You
1: are listening to episode 25. My name is Vivian.
0: My name is Maddie. And
1: we're gonna go straight into the news, but we're gonna do something a little bit differently this week, aren't we, Maddie?
0: We are. We're a bit obsessed. Yes. Because...
1: Uh, <laughs> of course it is over. Our queen, Halsey.
0: Obviously. Yes. This is honestly, this is the only thing that we've been talking about for like the past 24 hours. 24 (laughs) hours. Like, (laughs) since, okay, we're both having mild panic attacks. Yes. Constantly. Yeah. At all times. Mm hmm. Because Graveyard is out and it is running through our minds consistently.
1: Yes. And not just that, but we have an album title, we have an album release date. There is so
0: much going on. So
1: much is going on, and honestly, we don't know if we're going to be able to get through this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think we're definitely going to need, like, people around us at all times who are trained in CPR just in case we get more Halsey news and we faint.
1: Yes, so obviously (laughs) we're talking about Halsey, she released her new track Graveyard yesterday, which we may be talking about.
0: Can't, yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's a lot.
1: Um, but she also released, uh, well, I guess announced, her third album, Manic.
0: We have a title, we have album cover art, which yes. she painted.
1: Yes. So in the lead up to Graveyard, she released on Twitter a link to a website called Manic the Album, and that's when everyone was like, oh my god, it's called Manic, <laughs> And it was a live stream that started with her painting in some, like, abandoned, like, warehouse. Warehouse thing. This massive canvas. And she painted for eight hours this, like, beautiful, like, self-portrait of herself until the song Graveyard came out. And then when Graveyard came out, they did, like, a time-lapse of her painting that. And it was revealed that that was going to be the album cover. And I'm just like, her mind?
0: (laughs) You know what? Like, it's... (laughs) I can't even get a sentence out right now. Yes, like the thing that I love so much is that like we saw when she because in the in the cover art, if you haven't seen it already, she's got like her short like pixie cut hair, but it, it's with the rainbow fringe. Yes, that she Classic. had, and I just think back to the times where we saw her. With the rainbow fringe. Yes. And we didn't think anything of it because Paulsy has tried every hair colour under the sun and we're like, okay. That's just her. She's got a rainbow fringe now. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm like, she was probably shooting. Like, she had like a photo shoot with the rainbow fringe and like that is when it was happening. And we had no idea and it stresses me out.
1: I know, I know. And it's such, a, it's such a beautiful album cover. I'm really, like, because the thing is, when you look at Badlands, Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, they're very cinematic. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, and obviously both of those albums were concept albums. But Horsey has come out and said that this album, like, you know, in sort of the promo and everything, one of the main things is, like, hi, man- hi my name is Ashley, it's so nice to meet you, or something like that. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So she's... She's come out and said that this album is going to be, like, the first Ashley
0: Yeah, because it said on album. the, like, above the live stream, it was like, you know, Manic is, is, like, an album by Ashley for Halsey. Yes, yes. So it's sort of coming from a different perspective rather than, like, the yes. Halsey persona, which so, is rad.
1: you know... I don't think we're going to get a concept with this album.
0: No, no. I definitely think it's going to be more of just like a general vibe. Yeah. Yeah, And like a personal sort of because, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because another interesting thing, and look, we're probably all over the place right now, but you know what? We're...
0: Just bear with us. We haven't had a cohesive thought about this in 24 hours.
1: We are struggling. Um, (laughs) But the interesting thing is when After Graveyard was released, um, you could pre-save the album on iTunes, Spotify, or like pre-order it. I've already pre-ordered the vinyl, okay? Obviously. I've just just gone right off the rails. Um, (laughs) But on the track list, so Graveyard's obviously on the track list. And so is Without Me. But Nightmare is not on there.
0: That is so interesting to me.
1: And of, like, I think, you know, that a lot of people, a lot of Palsy fans, have a lot of thoughts on this. For me personally, mm. I love Nightmare. It's obviously one of my favourite songs from her. Um, and the thing is, when she released Nightmare, she was saying how this... That sort of sound was what her next album was going to be, but Nightmare was released months ago. Mm -hmm. We haven't had anything new since then, apart from Graveyard, obviously, now. And when people heard Graveyard, which we'll talk about in a minute, it's a
0: completely different vibe. so, so, so vastly different, and I think it's so interesting that Without Me is on the album, because... We all sort of thought that this was going to be like a one-off thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's about, you know, the breakup geez G's you and know, all that. And, and she was, even
1: said it. Like, she said at the time that it was going to be a standalone single.
0: Standalone single. We're yes. not going to see much more of it. And then, so when Nightmare came out, we're all sort of in this headspace like, okay, this is the direction that we're going yep. for Halsey album number three. Mm-hmm. And Graveyard is so completely different. But something something similar that I've sort of just thought about Is in the, like, in the song Graveyard, Mm. the bit that she used for the promo, which is, like, the bridge about the butterflies. Yes. All of the promo stuff for Without Me. Butterflies. Butterflies. Oh, my God. Butterflies, like, in the skeleton and, like, all of that stuff. There's so much butterfly paraphernalia surrounding that. So, I don't know... Look, if we're going to see more...
1: Here's the thing. Halsey has always been so interesting with, like, album promo and, like, in terms of, like, Easter eggs. And even, like, with announcing um, Graveyard, she posted on Twitter, one seventeen pm Like, that's when she's going to make an announcement. And the album's coming out on the 17th of January, January t- 2020. So, like, she always puts in, like, little things like that. For people to pick up on. But another interesting thing, going back to what you were just saying, Maddie, on the album art, there's like it's gonna be a little bit hard to explain verbally, so you have to obviously look at the album cover. There's um sort of like a letters that say H three. Yeah. And then there's a line to another sort of set of letters that say A one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like And it's almost like it's like a journey from, like, one album to the other. So what a lot of people have been saying is, like, either this is, like, what we were saying before, this is Ashley's first album Mm -hmm. as Halsey or, you know, or, and this is kind of what I think it might be, the album is going to be sort of like a, you know, half of it's going to be, like, Halsey and half of it's going to be, like, Ashley. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm kind of, like predicting at Mm -hmm. the moment especially like because there's a like a line yeah going from one to the other but it's halsey it honestly like we could be so wrong right now but like
0: it's just i'm well we were wrong with nightmare because we were all like okay grunge halsey yes. punk halsey she's risen is yes. ready to come batting out of the cage and it's like um never mind and the thing is like um i showed maddie just
1: before that a fan like direct messaged halsey on twitter and asked why nightmare wasn't on the track list and she replied and she said it just wasn't a good fit not what i ended up going for or something like that and that is so fascinating to me because i remember when just like we were saying when nightmare was released she was saying you know I love like pu- I loved listening to punk rock when I was younger. That was yeah, part of my childhood. Yeah, it's what and, she
0: grew up with and what she sort of identified yeah, with. Yeah, and
1: she, wan- she wanted to experiment with those sounds. So I do think, especially given the fact that the title is Manic and it is going to be a more personal album, I do think she will have songs like that on there. Yeah, yeah. But probably more fitting within the context of what she's trying to...
0: Yeah, I'm excited album. to see how she sort of marries up like the direction of Graveyard yes. and then with sort of like the rest of her sound because yes. it is very very different. It's a lot more like Poppy, I guess. It's it a definitely lot more like is. radio-friendly Poppy mm. than we're sort of used to, but it's still it's great.
1: Still so good because it's interesting because Graveyard's track 3 on the on okay. the album. So I don't know, like, we'll obviously see in the coming months as more um tracks get released if there's going to be a story sort of to be told. Mm. Because without me I think it's towards the bottom the bottom of the, the Okay um track list. So yeah, definitely definitely uh interesting and we are so excited. I like I said before, I pre ordered the album on vinyl and um she has she actually before Graveyard was announced, she announced um, a track coming out either on her birthday or around her birthday, which is at the end of September. So Mm. who knows guys, we're going to (laughs) have a lot
0: more like stuff to talk about in the coming weeks. So
1: this era is going to be a wild ride. Okay. We may as well just turn into a horsey stand podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. Stay tuned. We're changing our name.
0: (laughs) Complete rebrand.
1: Yes. Honestly. Um, So yeah, Manic comes out January 17th, 2020. Honestly, I'm so
0: excited. So ready. So keen. Anyway, we should probably move on. But not yet, because we're changing it up a little this week. Yes. Because we've both been so obsessed with Graveyard and this song, we've collectively decided to make it our combined song of the the week. week. (laughs) So instead of us both talking about it, you know, like, all the time, we may as well just Shove it in here and have our little graveyard rant as our song of the week. So, um, we will just let you know, as we always do, pause the podcast, go down to the description and you can check out the songs on our Spotify and YouTube playlist that we put together. So you can have a listen to them before we talk about them. Um, and yeah, we'll just go straight into graveyard. Yes.
1: So what did you think Maddie overall? Well,
0: okay. So let's take, let's take a journey. So When I listened to it the first time, I was not expecting the acoustic guitar Mm festival. That was a lot. Yes. Agreed. To deal with. I was like, okay. So, because that was like the first inkling that it wasn't going to be grunge. Because I was thinking, you know, Graveyard. It was going to be very Mm -hmm. edgy, very dark, sort of along the lines of Nightmare, which it's not at all. So, one, that was a shock to the system. Number two, the syncopation in this song is so yeah. so infectious and so cool it just like I can't stop like clapping along with it and like dancing because mm. it is so like it just like gets under your skin yeah it's so awesome that's like the main thing that I love about it is the syncopation it's rad
1: agreed it's such an interesting take as well because you know similarly when I first listened to it the acoustic guitar threw me off I was like whoa where are we going <laughs> But um, when it does, I love in like sort of the pre-chorus, there's this guitar strumming and there's a delay on it. So when she does do the syncopation, it lines up so well. Mm. And I thought that was such an interesting, I guess, technique to have like as that backing. But I'm, I'm a really big fan of the production, even though it is actually quite empty and yeah when you is. compare it to a lot of her other stuff it does actually follow a lot of without me i guess mm-hmm. in terms of production because that song is also quite sparse um but my favorite part is definitely the lyrics oh yeah it is and because you know we always say that halsey has always been such an amazing songwriter such a unique songwriter she's such
0: a poet too though yeah definitely And like, the, like it obviously falls in line with you know the way that she um, she's, she's more than like just a writer or a singer. She's like an artist. Mm. Like she's got that, like, especially, you know, cause she's got like concept albums and things like that. Yeah. She's so in tune with like imagery and, you know, like all of these sort of like visual elements that mm. can go into a song anyway. So mm. like having those like poetic lyrics and like telling a real story, it's something that she's so good at.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like, the first line of the song is, it's funny when the thing you love the most is the detriment. Let that mm-hmm. sink in. And that's the first line of the song. You're like, whoa, okay. okay.
0: <laughs> like, please don't call me out. I know. not so much. <laughs>
1: Literally. I'm feeling
0: so attacked right now.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> And it's such interesting imagery because, you know, when the lead up to the single, like, the only sort of, I guess, snippet we heard was the bridge, which we sort of talked about before. Um she posted like a little clip on her social medias and it and it says it's funny how the warning signs can feel like they're butterflies and then she like gasps and it's like
0: gasp for air and uh, oh my god. We and have so many thoughts about this.
1: Yes, because the thing is when I first heard that promo, I thought that that in itself was very fitting to nightmare. Like
0: mm, yeah.
1: For some like and I think that was obviously really clever of her and her marketing team because, you know, that's kind of what we were expecting. But, yeah, when that when I first heard that, I was like, oh, okay, this sounds, like, really edgy and,
0: like... Because I thought straight after that gasp, because it cuts off straight yeah. after that, and I thought it was going to go, you know, in with some, like, really hard, yeah. like, electric guitar. It was going to be this, like, really big, like, breakdown thing. Yeah. But no. No, it doesn't. Not at all.
1: And it's such an interesting part of the song as well because it is that just that is the bridge and it is so quick and when she gasps, when I first heard it I got shivers I was like and I kind of gasped as well I was like (gasps) I was like oh what's happening (laughs) (laughs) because I was like oh okay and then it goes straight back into the chorus and it's it's I just think you know like we were sort of talking about before she's so versatile as an Mm. artist like it's absolutely absolutely insane that she can release a song like a nightmare and that can seem you know i we both said that that song was so fitting to her and her voice and her aesthetic and who she is as an artist and then the next song we hear from her is graveyard which is stripped back you know mainly focusing on the lyrics and it's it's a lot more vulnerable and delicate
0: absolutely yeah
1: and yet again that fits within her so well and it's just like we stand a versatile queen.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a banner above Red yes. Fan. We stand a versatile queen.
1: Honestly, though, yeah, <laughs> like, and that's just one of the you know things that I love about her as an artist is that you know when this album comes out, who
0: knows what we're gonna get? Because exactly, she could do so many things, and all of them would be great. Exactly. So I guess we'll probably stop the Halsey train. Yeah, Um, it's
1: we understand, guys. We know, but thank you
0: for sticking through this. If you're still listening, thank you for bearing with us. We'll have to put like a disclaimer, like all the Halsey talk ends here, so you can listen afterwards. But anyway, we'll. uh, So that was our song of the week, Graveyard Halsey. Obviously, please listen to it. It's so so amazing. Please support it. Yeah, she's such a queen. We love her. So good. Anyway. So, Under a Rock. Um, I'll start with mine. So, my Under a Rock is called The Bones by Marin Morris. So, you may recognise this name because of the, like, smash hit The Middle. Yes. With Z and yeah. Grey, which was an absolute, like, knockout of a single. Like, it was... It went yeah. absolutely viral. It's so
1: successful. For good
0: reason, because I think it's an absolute bop.
1: I don't like it.
0: Vivian has other thoughts, obviously. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, I like it a lot. Um, And I also like this song. So The Bones, um, it's a lot, again, sort of like with Graveyard, it's focused a lot on, like, this imagery and, like, the lyrics and the sort of, like, poetic side of it. Even though it is, like, you know, your radio-friendly pop song. Um, So Mm. it sort of talks about, like... um, like a relationship is sort of like a house and you know, if the bones and the foundations are good, you know, if like no matter what sort of storm or like things come along, um, it won't fall down if you've got those like strong foundations. I love that. Which is so cool. We I love, love a good it.
1: metaphor. We-, <laughs> <laughs> we love a good poet. Um, so yeah,
0: so that's basically like the gist of the song and just Marin's like vocals in this are absolutely beautiful. Like mm. the, like, She doesn't do, like, these, like, over-the-top, like, runs, but when she does do these, like, little, you know, like, inflections and things in there, it's just, like, so effortless, and she sort of, like, glides over it, like, yeah, it's no big deal, and, Mm. you know, it's just so effortless and gorgeous, and, um, yeah, it is, like, you know, like, you're very radio-friendly, sort of, like, um, it's toned down, but it's still, like, upbeat enough where you can sort of, like, Bop mm. along to it and sort of, you know, have this sort of happy, chill vibe going along. But yeah, it's definitely one that I really enjoy listening to. Um, yeah, and definitely check out Marin Morris's other stuff because her voice is incredible. She and has I think a great she's voice. She's an absolutely amazing vocalist. Mm. So. Yeah, definitely listen to The Bones by Marion Morris. So, Vivian, you're Under a Rock, please. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, My Under a Rock this week is TV by Eve's The Behavior. So, a little bit of backstory um, Eve's The Behavior, so she released that this song under that alias, but then she kind of um, like evolved, like changed her name um, to Eve's Caritas. That's what people know her by now. Um, you probably know her by her most popular song, Further Than The Planes Fly. Um, but this song, so this one's a little bit of an older one, and it's such an interesting song because I didn't know until, like, right before we recorded the podcast, <laughs> she uh, she was born in Cairns and she lived in Brisbane, which is so cool. I just love, you know, shouting out. Homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, Far
0: North Queensland in the cane fields. <laughs> so good. So good. And this song...
1: What I really appreciate about it is the dark, moody production. We know that I love dark, moody production.
0: Always. <laughs> Always. Always and everywhere. <laughs> but
1: something that I picked up on straight away, and Maddie did as well when she heard it, was you can hear her Australian accent. And yeah. we've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, I really love when an artist is just, like, you know, unapolog- unapologetically, like, singing in their own sort of comfortable tone and not really caring like, or putting something yeah. on, putting on an act. And it really works with this dark media production because it starts quite empty and, you know, sparse in the production, but then as it builds up to the chorus, um, there's these really cool synths and samples in there that is just, like, really builds the song. And it, it's really interesting because it's quite different to her, um, to the stuff that she does now because... I listen to a lot of, like, her, um, like, there's a song called Couch that I really like, that she's released under, like, Eve's Creedus. And that song, when you compare that song to TV, it's like, wow, it's like two completely different, which makes sense because, Mm, you know, Eve's The Behaviour was, I guess, another artist i guess in their own in her own way yeah and like a lot of the stuff she does now i think is sort of like r&b mixed with electronica like also really really cool i definitely recommend you check out her stuff because she's got an an incredible voice as well and um i'm just really interested to see like how she she sort of makes her mark on like the australian music industry because i think she's got a really unique sound so Yes, that was TV by Eve's The Behavior, now Eve's Caritas. <laughs> um, so, we're going to go straight into Court My Ear, and I'll start us off. So, this week, my Caught My Ear is Holy Terrain by FKA Twigs, featuring Future. Now, this isn't the type of music I listen to, as you guys probably know. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, really, anything with Future on it, I'd like, honestly, steer away from. <laughs> I'm just not even going to bother listening to it. (laughs) Which is why when this came out, I was like, I have to listen to this because I love FKA Twigs. She's such an incredible artist, so unique. And so I was like, you know what? I have to, I have to pull through (laughs)
0: because I'm just
1: not a fan of Future. You have to do it for your girl. Exactly. (laughs) And it's interesting though, because Future's not really on this song that much, which I was like, yes. I
0: did notice that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Because he's basically, so for example, the song starts and it's just him doing his, like, weird mumble rap thing, but it's quite, it's almost, it's not the focus because it's actually quite soft, like, his yeah, verse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not really, you can't really hear it that well. That's something that I picked up on. Um, But the main reason why this was in Caught My Ear, I do like the song, but it's, the production, as in true style with FKA
0: Twigs, is
1: just a wild ride. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> There's there's a lot to unpack here.
1: Exactly. There's no proper structure to the song, I would say. Like, there's a lot of times where the time signature, you're kind of just like, what? What is happening right? Yeah, now? I was
0: freaking out <laughs> listening to the first half. I was like, "Oh my god, what what time signature are we in? It's like she doesn't even care about it." She just like, does not care. Like it just doesn't exist. Yeah, and- we're-, <laughs> we're in this like alternate universe where time is a construction.
1: Honestly, that's kind of what it feels like because one of the main sort of production elements I love is in the beginning um after Future's weird part. <laughs> you- <laughs> and she comes in. There's this like I don't know what it is, but it's, like, this delay, like, sample that's – and this is what, like, we're kind of talking about where it plays with the time signature, because she's sort of singing in a completely different time signature to this delay, and it's, like, you feel like it shouldn't work, but because that delay is, like, so soft and it's not really, like, in the foreground that much – it kind of works and that's how I feel about a lot of this song there's some weird samples thrown in Mm, there like yeah there's like trickling of stuff there's like some weird like um like mechanical sounds sometimes and you're just like where's this going but because it is just like sprinkles it works so well like the over sort of like the main gist of the song but yeah yeah, it's definitely an interesting one, and people who you know are a fan of FKA Twigs would definitely dig this one. I think so. That was "Holy Terrain" by FKA Twigs featuring Future. Maddie, what caught your ear this week?
0: Well, the song that caught my ear this week, um, it caught my ear because it was like really really interesting. Again, in the production side, um, it's by Charlie XCX featuring Clairo and Yeji, and the song is called "February 2017." Now I will preface this by saying I don't actually like the song. Yeah, it's it's too far out there for me. I've never I've never really been into Charlie XCX. I couldn't really get into her music ever. Um, like I appreciate like what she's doing and like, mm. cause this album that she's released is very very like ahead of its time. Definitely, like, I think we're gonna look back on it and be like, now this is something like really really cool. But at the moment, like yeah I don't know I just don't it's yeah it's so far out from anything Mm. and it's I think it's a lot to do with the the way that she's produced and um sort of given this like futuristic metallic sci-fi vibe to like all of the songs like I haven't listened to the whole album but the songs that I have listened to are all they've all sort of got these sort of like sci-fi metallic Mm. elements to it and this one is no different at all. So the one thing about this one that's kind of um, that again like caught my ear um, mm. it's a lot of the way that uh, the effects that she puts on her voice and there's parts in there where it's sort of like you know cuts in and out and sort of like this um, you know when you get like the old film and it's sort of mm. you know like ticks and it's yep. kind of that like um, choppy sort of like vocal effect in there but then it like you know switches to these weird sort of like um it's not like screaming but it's sort of like you know like metal like rubbing together and like these weird sort of like high-pitched things and Mm. and then it gets to like these weird like sort of airy dreamy kind of sections and it's really like all over the place and it's such a weird song um and there are certain points in there where I don't even know if it's Claro singing or if yeah, it's Charlie. Yeah, we
1: tried listening again, because I, I, I heard the song when it was released, I think it was released last week or the week before, mm. before the album dropped. And I couldn't pick it up on the first time I listened, the first few times I listened. And I was like, because the thing is, I love Claro, this is the third time we're talking about her on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was in. Because the thing is, like there's um, auto tune like put on the vocals. So it's like, it's really
0: hard with all the layering as well. Like, to it takes pick away. Up. Yeah. Well, the thing is with auto tune, it's sort of, for me, it takes away like the authenticity of your yeah. own voice. Mm. It sort of makes you sound very, well, I get like robotic and me- mechanical. And it takes away sort of like. Your own natural inflections yeah. in the way that you sing, mm. which is how we sort of you know like distinguish people's voices yeah, from each other. For sure. And if you've got sort of like the same kind of tone originally, like Claro and Charlie XCX sort of do, like, um, and then you put auto tune on it, like yeah. it just yeah, it completely takes away sort of like their own little um. Inflections Mm. and like you know peculiarities and things like that and so yeah it's very difficult to pick out who's who who's who and then when it gets to like um when Yeji features in it this sort all of the production sort of like fades away and it's very like spacey and there's like sort of nothing there and and I haven't listened to her music a lot but I sort of get the idea that it would sort of like Mm. fit along. That vibe, mm. but it's like she's got this very, very um innocent and childlike voice, which is something that's sort of like common with you know like Japanese yeah. and like yeah. Asian sort of um influenced music. Um, but it, yeah, it sounds like this like it's like child in like a horror movie. Yeah, like, it was really
1: off putting. It's
0: very, very off putting and like freaky because it's kind of because there's like sort of nothing underneath it supporting it and Mm. so it's very very open and it sounds to me it sounds like it's like this kid in like a room with a black floor black walls and no windows
1: yeah yeah and
0: it's like just echoing yeah like it's so it's like a horror movie scene to me it's really creepy it's wild and it's, it's so far removed from, like, the first half of the song, too. And it's... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's... That's why it caught my ear. It's so different and there's so many things going on. And, yeah, it's just a very... Like, altogether, it's just a very interesting mm. song to listen to.
1: The one thing I said was when I listened to this song and the rest of the album was... <laughs> I honestly felt like I was in a Transformers movie listening yeah. to it because of all the metallic, like, the mechanical sort of influences and the focus it has on it. And this song, like, especially in that, like, weird breakdown, you're just like, where is this going? Like, what yeah. is happening? But, yeah.
0: I guess that's just what you get when... You have artists who create art rather than...
1: Yeah, that's, that's something else Radio I said. friendly. Yeah, I said that this definitely was more artistic than something you can actively listen to and just have it on, like, and appreciate it. But I yeah. regardless, she's Charlie XCX. She's talented. Definitely
0: applaud her for yeah. the effort that she's put into mm. this album because it is, like, a mammoth effort because is every song or almost every song... Is, like, a feature.
1: Almost every song, yeah. Almost every song is a feature with There's someone else. There's quite a few features on there, yeah. Which is
0: awesome. Mm. And I love, like, the the consistency of all of, like, the singles and, like, the album art and stuff. Yeah,
1: it's so cool. It's so
0: cool how she's branded it all and it's mm. really, really awesome. But, um, yeah, still hasn't, like, put me over onto the Charlie XCX bandwagon. mm but um yeah, definitely appreciate the effort and the time that she's put into this because it's really really rad. And if you do like Charlie XCX, like I'm sure you'll absolutely adore this yeah. album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was February 2017 uh, by Charlie XCX, and that was my caught my ear. So thank you so much if you've stuck it out for this long. <laughs> if you've made um, it this far, <laughs> if you've made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, etc, etc. We're trying to be on as many platforms as possible. You can also listen to our podcast episodes on YouTube. We're slowly uploading them. Yes. I'm um, I'm getting onto it. it. It takes a bit of time. Yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, um, which will be linked mm. where all of our playlists and stuff are, so you can... Um, Have those ones in your subscription box when they get released after I catch up. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Yes. And please let us know what you think about the songs we talked about. Maybe you don't like Graveyard and you know what? We would strongly disagree with that. But hey, (laughs) this is music. We all have different opinions. Um, And also, if you have a recommendation, chuck us a DM or, you know, contact us. You guys know how. Um, You can follow us on social media at CaughtMyEarPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. See you then, guys. Bye.